Welcome back to the Highway Health Podcast, and thanks for connecting with us again on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. In this episode of the podcast, Dr. Ben Kligler from the Veterans Administration will be returning to share more insights on the value of taking a holistic approach to staying healthy. During this episode, you'll hear Dr. Kligler discuss mindfulness and the value of thinking about the present instead of the future or the past. Dave Nemo will be your host for this edition of the Highway Health Podcast. And now it's time to hand it off to Dave for his feature interview with Dr. Ben Kligler from the Veterans Administration. Dr. Ben Kligler is with us from the Veterans Administration, the Veterans Health Administration. Dr. Kligler, I remember years and years ago, a guy told me once, it's always a matter of mind over matter. If you don't mind, it don't matter. And he kind of just left it at that. (laughs) I thought that might be kind of a skewed way to say good morning and welcome here. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here again, Dave. I don't know if that's so cute. It's worth thinking about anyway. We don't pay enough attention to that idea. You can deal with a lot of things if you can get your sort of attitude and your sort of mental state in order. And that is key to our discussion here this morning. You guys sent out something. I kind of just want to read this here just for a moment. The power of the mind. Why is it important? Whole health includes all of you, your mind and your body. This is because your mind affects your body and your body affects your mind. This dance between the two can improve your health or make it worse. Your mind has power and you have the power to improve or again, to make it worse. It's almost like a choice in a sense, but I guess that is pretty skewed too, right? In terms of, well, you got to just choose to do the right thing. A lot of folks get to the point to where they choose to want to do the right thing. Right. Well, I don't know if it's actually skewed. I mean, the thing is, we've talked about the circle of health and all the different ways you can help yourself move towards better health, whether it's moving the body or food and drink or relationships. But in a way, that whole concept of the mind is really central to the whole thing because you can't really make those choices. So you're talking about it can be hard to make the right choices, even once you realize what choice you want to make. You can't even pause to think about what the right choice might be unless you work a little bit on your ability to be mindful and present and kind of take a second to pause and reflect. So that ends Mm -hmm. up being a really, really kind of a basic skill that really we want to see everybody develop it. Veterans, kids in school. Just everybody under the sun really needs that skill. And I'm not saying once you're mindful and let's say you decide you want to make a choice about one of the other parts of the circle, whether it's exercise or not. It's not like it's automatically easy, but that's where getting some assistance or some help or support, whether it's from a colleague or a friend or a health coach or your doctor, you can't get to where you want to be unless you know where it is. And once you know where it is, you can always get some help to get you moving. So I think that's why it's so crucial. And that's why we've got that phrase when we talk about whole health, we say empower and equip. And that equip part is really just as important. So once you're kind of empowered to know where you want to go, then the equip part really has to do with, well, where can you find the help or the strength or the support to help you get there? They go together. I'll tell you what, you just opened up a completely new way for me to think about something here because I've never put it in those terms. But let's go back to a guy or a girl who wants to be a truck driver. 
I want to be a truck driver. Mm-hmm. I made that decision. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, now what? I don't know. What do I do? Well, go to a school and learn or find a trucker who can teach you. So you go to the teacher, and that is like a given. Why is that not a given? I want to do some bodybuilding. What am I going to do? I'm going to go to the gym and get a coach or, or play football. I'm going to get a coach. So in other words, we do that in pretty much every aspect in terms of self-improvement, self-awareness. But when it comes to our minds, I'm hearing a disconnect. Okay, we have a reticence to talk to other people about what's going on in our minds and our hearts. Yeah, I think that's true. I think our society just puts a lot more emphasis on kind of the exterior, like how do you look? Do you look the way you're supposed to look in the TV ads? That's what we're supposed to focus on. And we don't stop to realize that everybody's got these challenges inside, these challenges around how they feel about things and how they think about things and how they can get themselves to where they want to be in their life. And I think everybody feels like everybody else has it together. But I think a lot of this whole journey towards understanding how mind and emotions play into your health is really just being willing to open up a little bit and talk to somebody about it. And it doesn't have to be a professional even. I mean, it could be a fellow trucker. It could be somebody at school. It could be somebody in your family or in your neighborhood. And you don't have to go all in and sort of reveal your deepest secrets. But just to start the conversation, hey, I've been reading, I've been thinking about this idea that your mental attitude and some of your practices can really have a big impact on your health. Do you know anything about that? Have you ever thought about that? So I think that's a great way to start. I think one other thing I'll say about that, Dave, is there are so many options now online for people, so many apps and opportunities to kind of get into this whole idea of mindfulness and the power of the mind without even necessarily having to reach out to a person you already know in your life. There's online apps and all, but then there's groups, there's online coaching. There's a lot of stuff you can get into without even necessarily making yourself kind of vulnerable in the way we're talking about. So I would really support that and suggest that for people as a way to get started. Even if it's as simple as listening to a tape, you're driving, you got a lot of time going by. There's so many awesome kind of mindfulness tapes out there, whether it's allowing yourself, helping you locate yourself in your body while you're driving so you can kind of get present or just so many different things out there online and in the app world that can help you open up that whole world for yourself. You used a word there, vulnerable, and I think that is worthy of maybe being pulled out and looked at because that's a very tricky word in a lot of sense because we do leave ourselves open quite a bit. If you leave yourself open in terms of learning how to drive a truck, that's one thing. But when you go to this basic level of your own humanity, that's something else. So you have to have a lot of faith as well as confidence that this person can help you Let's say, I think I need some help. I think I need some emotional support. I need some professional help. If I'm a veteran, I can go to the VA. You guys are set up for this now, like never before, of course. This is something new. But on the same token, it's something old at the same time. So you're not reinventing this wheel. You're just putting the wheel into service. Right. Right. And yeah, so absolutely. So specifically just talking to the veterans who might be listening right now, mental health at the VA is now at such a high level of quality. There's such a big commitment to getting you in right away and getting you somebody to talk to. If you haven't heard about it and you're in that kind of space where you might want to talk to somebody, really, really can't recommend strongly enough checking out the VA. And I think the other thing about that is for veterans in particular, 
or if you're a family member of a veteran, what you get if you go to the VA for that kind of support is somebody who understands a little bit about the veteran experience and understands a little bit about what challenges you might have as a veteran that aren't typical for other people. So that's just one thing I would say. And in fact, I think it's one way in which veterans are pretty fortunate because the VA as a health system has a super high quality help available in that area. For other people, I think if you feel that you need to talk to somebody, I think probably the best way, to be honest, is to talk to your physician or your healthcare provider about it because they're all going to have the ability to connect you with somebody who they've worked with before, who they trust, who they can vouch for. One thing I'll say that's also improved that really helps everybody is so much of mental health care happens online now that even if you're on the road, you can do all this virtually. I mean, not necessarily while you're driving, but if you're moving around and that makes it hard to have a regular appointment with somebody, you can connect online with people where it doesn't really matter where you are in the country. I've had lots of experience now with patients who've done that, who've had their mental health care all online, and it works surprisingly well. I mean, you would think, oh, do I have to be in the same room with the person? But not really, not if you get a therapist who knows what they're doing. But I think for starters, to go through your health care provider is really ideal. I think that's the best way to do it. The other really great way to do it is if you do happen to know somebody who you think might have had experience with that, to ask a friend if they have a recommendation, et cetera. But then that gets, I see, a little more sensitive. So I think going through your healthcare team is a really great way to start. Well, the virtual online thing, I mean, we are inured to that. Now, 50 years ago, all you would be thinking about is, wow, I can't believe I'm doing this on this screen. What is this? But now we are so used to online that there's hardly a step over into a different reality. I mean, it is our reality now. I'm looking at three screens as we speak. You got one in front of you? Yeah, I um, got my phone and yeah, there you go. One of the things, too, that I kind of want to zero in on, and this kind of goes to the individual, you don't really need help here, at least at the moment in time. Obviously, you can get some help in learning how to be more mindful. But I have been mindful of mindfulness lately. And I know that when I'm doing stuff, like if I go to the gym and I'm working out, or if I'm doing one job around the house, maybe I'm working in the yard, or I'm writing commercials for the show, whatever I'm doing, I'm always thinking about what I got to do next. What I got to do next. That is a real problem with me. And I'm sure that you're probably saying, yeah, you and everybody else, Dave, you're not unique there. Out on the road, there are so many things that become just automatic. You can be a thousand miles away heading down I-70 and you're just fine. You're just not thinking about what you're doing to say, well, how do we do this? I mean, that's like probably the dumbest question I could think of, Dr. Kligler. How do you start zeroing in? And what does mindfulness even mean? And you can see I'm kind of confused really about mindfulness because I'm not exactly sure right. how nuts and bolts it is. Right. Great question, Stephen. So let me just start with kind of what the most straightforward answer is, which is the basic key to mindfulness and to being more present in the present moment is your breath your breathing, because we go through the whole day, our whole week, our whole lives without paying attention to our breathing. But breathing always is happening in the present moment. You can't breathe in the future. You can't breathe in the past. You can only breathe right now. So if you're interested in being able to connect more with what you're doing at any moment, focusing on your breath is really where you start. You're breathing in, you're breathing out. And that's one of the things a lot of those apps can really help you with. It sounds so simple, but when you look at all the meditation traditions around the world, 
every religion, every kind of meditation practice, they all have that kind of focus on the breath. So that's one really clear key. That's the key to unlocking this whole thing. In terms of getting motivated to do that, the thing that really helps me is thinking about how the future doesn't exist. It's just in our mind. The past doesn't exist. It's just in our mind. The present is the only thing that exists. So do you want to live now <laughs> or do you want to just live in your head? My wife is always getting on my case because I wash the dishes and I'm rushing through the dishes to get to the end. Because I do that, I'm always splashing water all over the floor and it's a big mess by the time I'm done. So she says, when you're washing the dishes, wash the dishes. And when I managed to do that, I actually enjoy washing the dishes. I've got my hands in the water. I'm getting something done. I'm not rushing. And in a way, you could say, what could be better? I think that really is pretty powerful. If you just stop to think about that, like I could live my whole life in the future thinking about what I'm going to do when I get to the end of this hall or get to the end of my day or get to my vacation. But life goes by. And when you can just connect with the present, you can see all the amazing, beautiful richness that's all around you, whether it's just the scenery you're driving through or maybe it's music you're listening to or maybe it's just the feeling of thinking about all the things you have to be grateful for in your life. And then you've got those things right now. And just taking a minute to breathe is really the way to kind of unlock that door. It seems so simple. In a way, it's the hardest possible thing you can do because there's so many distractions and so many things about the world set up to take us out of the present moment. But it's at the same time the simplest thing you can do and one of the hardest things you can do. And nobody does it all the time. Even the biggest mindfulness teacher, guru, genius in the world, they'll tell you right off. They get into a fight with their kids or they get grumpy. They're not there every minute of every day, but they know that that's where they're trying to be. So it's an amazing thing when you start to really think about it and explore it. That's interesting. You were explaining about the dishes and everything. I was just thinking of myself doing the dishes, thinking about mowing the lawn. While I'm mowing the lawn, I'm thinking about I got to go do the dishes. It's like, wait a minute. You're just thinking about the same things. Why don't you just change positions here? Think about the dishes doing dishes. Think about the lawn doing the lawn. By the way, we do cut our grass here in February in New Orleans. But I think we think we're losing something sometimes if we're too mindful of what we're doing at the very right. moment. Because there's so much right. going on around us and it's just flashing by and we got to catch it. We can't do that if we're just in our own heads thinking about what we're doing here. So, wow, we're pulled and pushed all over the place. And it's self-imposed, right. of course. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes we are afraid that if we just stop and let go of worry about the future, when am I going to get around to mowing the lawn or whatever it might be? When am I going to get to my end of my drive today? If we let go of that, somehow we're going to lose it and we're yeah. going to lose control over our situation. It's still going to be there. That grass is still going to be out there if you're not thinking about it now. When you're done doing the dishes and you walk outside to take a little break, you'll see the grass and then it'll be time to mow the grass. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. I'll yeah, make every truck so. driver listening cringe right now. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. I made a point <laughs> of not saying that. <laughs> I didn't think I could get away with saying that. For Dr. Sure. Ben, I'll take one for the team here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure they'll forgive you for it. So. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> so what we do, first off, understand that we're all in the same boat. We're all traveling around that same circle of life, so to speak. 
we kind of circle back to the four key elements of what the circle of health is about. The me element, the self-care, then professional care, and then the community to turn that me into a we, as you guys say. So all four of those key elements really play. Those are the four corners of our existence, or at least our successful existence. Right. I think so. If you just think about it, so many of the answers to so many of the problems that are in front of us are right there. If we can just slow down a little, take a breath, look at the person next to you or the person across the table or whoever it might be, think about their qualities and what makes them special and then kind of build it out from there. So much of the pain and suffering in the world would really be relieved by that if people just took that second to connect more with themselves and with each other. It's a really powerful thing, and it kind of gives you hope because there's potential there. It's not like we need a super-invented machine to allow us to do that. We've got what it takes. We just have to kind of keep waking up to the present and keep making the effort. It pays off in the long run. That closes out this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Now, folks, you can always find the Highway to Health podcast through Podwheels powered by Radio Nemo. And let's tell you about a few of the outlets where the podcast is available. You can listen to all of the episodes of the Highway to Health podcast through our website. Or you can subscribe to the podcast through all of the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. The Highway to Health Podcast is a production of Podwheels powered by Radio Nemo.